0: At Alina Health, we care about your health and wellness. Learn how Alina Health provides care that can benefit you in this edition of The Wellcast. Now here's your host, Melanie Cole. Does your child play a competitive sport? Maybe something that they play all year long? Well, they could be risking an overuse injury. My guest today is Dr. Michael Freehill. He's an orthopedic surgeon specializing in sports medicine at Alina Health. Welcome to the show, Dr. Freehill. So let's talk about children and sports-specific training. Do you think that parents today are putting too much emphasis on one sport when they find that their child is really got some talent for one sport?
1: Absolutely. We're seeing that more and more where kids are specializing early on uh, in their careers in specific sports. And oftentimes when they get into their young teen years, experiencing injuries that we typically wouldn't see uh, except maybe in the adult population in the past. So I do think we're seeing young kids having uh, injuries based on doing one sport over and over for an extended period of time at a very young age.
0: So because this is a fine line, if a child does show a gift towards a specific sport and they want to excel in that, it's hard to get them to try other things. Not only is it the parent, but it's the athlete themselves.
1: That's true. Trying to convince not only the parents but the athlete that playing an additional sport uh, is beneficial can be challenging. What I oftentimes uh, tell uh, the patient, uh, the child, and the family is that other sports can actually improve the performance in their, in their primary sport because we're using other muscles, other muscle groups, and we're using other skills that uh, can be further developed by playing other sports other than their primary sport.
0: So what are some of the risks of that sports-specific training, if it's tennis or pitching or anything that they do repetitively? Tell us some of the risks of complications.
1: Well, for example, in the overhead athlete, you mentioned tennis. We see a number of tennis players, volleyball players, swimmers, baseball players. They all come in with very similar injuries. Uh, We're seeing young kids who are having rotator cuff uh, issues. Uh, They're having uh, fractures or stress fractures around the the shoulder and elbow areas. We're seeing an increase in um, the popular Tommy John injury where the ligament on the inside part of the elbow is is damaged, and we're seeing this in younger and younger kids. In fact, uh, Jimmy Andrews, who's one of the more preeminent uh, orthopedic surgeons in the country, does UCL reconstructions, is seeing about five times the number of injuries in young kids that he used to see. Uh, So I think there's an indicator that, uh, again, that overtraining is causing these injuries to occur earlier and earlier in in young athletes' careers.
0: So what do you want to tell parents about cross-training? And maybe it's not even playing another sport, but doing something else, swimming in the off-season or taking up cardiovascular training or something else to get them to strengthen other muscles and even their cardiovascular system.
1: Well, that's a great question, and, and in terms of a multi-sport athlete or a well-rounded athlete, what we know is that the, the major emphasis is oftentimes on the same body part, as we discussed in swimmers and volleyball players, it's the shoulder. So if you're going to participate in another sport, we typically recommend you take at least two to three months off your primary sport so that you give that, those body parts a chance to rest, and then participate in a sport that uses other muscle groups, for example, If you are a swimmer, you may want to participate in soccer or track and field where you're not using your upper extremities as much, but you're training the lower body and the core, which can oftentimes parallel uh, the muscle groups that you use in swimming. So it can be beneficial in in, uh, that way also. Um, So it's picking a sport that doesn't stress the same body parts over and over again. Uh, Golf is another fine kind of fun sport to play. It doesn't uh, stress the body too much. So making sure that you know, if you're a swimmer, you're not going out and playing volleyball. If you're a baseball player, you're not playing tennis, where you can continue to overuse the shoulder and elbow areas.
0: So certain sports go together. I mean, certain sports might lend themselves, as you say, to doing them on alternate seasons. Basketball is during one time of year and soccer is during another. So do you help parents figure that out so that they don't, Injure something that could possibly hinder the sport they really want to play.
1: Yeah, so we really have to make sure that when they're when they're playing the other sport, if they do become a multi sport athlete, that they're not overstressing, as you said. Uh, you know, basketball and soccer played at different times of the year, where there's a, a lot of running, and we know that runners actually have the highest rate of overuse injuries. About sixty eight percent of runners will develop uh, an overuse type injury. So. If you're participating in a sport that requires a lot of extensive running, basketball and soccer being great examples, you really probably those are not the best uh, crossover sports to, to do back-to-back because it could still lend themselves to overuse. Uh, so if you are a basketball player, um, you might be better off playing uh, tennis or um, you know, baseball, for example, where you're using, you're using different uh, muscle groups uh, to participate. Uh, So we do have to uh, break that down with the parents and the athlete again, that, okay, you're doing this sport nine months out of the year. Try something different, working different muscle groups uh, during that time frame.
0: So then let's talk about some not only prevention but treatment. If kids are playing a specific sport, they're training pretty hard, they've got maybe tennis elbow, a forearm injury, they've got shoulder pain, knee pain, do you recommend first – that a parent help with wrapping with rice, ice, compression, and elevation, or do you tell them to give it a rest from the sport for a bit?
1: Well, ultimately, it does come down to some, you know, early treatment is is always the best uh, prevention for hoping to, you know, stop the injury before it becomes something significant. So having the athlete, if they have access to an athletic trainer or a, uh, Their pediatrician or a physician who can actually assess the injury to see if there's uh, if it's something more severe than that can be handled with the typical you know rest, ice, compression, elevation routines that we frequently recommend. So if the pain is something that is inhibiting uh, their ability to play, for example, I would highly recommend they seek professional help at that point in time. If it's a minor injury. Uh, a bruise or a little bit of overuse uh, that just started you know, a, a few days ago, I think that the ice and compression and rest uh, is oftentimes helpful. We typically recommend that they take at least one to two days per week off from organized or structured sports so that they can give their body a chance to uh, recover during the, during the season. So not playing six or seven days a week can help prevent these overuse uh,
0: symptoms. Where do anti-inflammatories and such, we hate to give those to our kids, to get them through the season? Personally,
1: I'm not a huge fan of the anti-inflammatories for a couple reasons. Uh, Number one, yes, they they can help in some circumstances with the symptoms of pain and discomfort. But oftentimes, depending on whether the injury is acute or chronic, an anti-inflammatory may actually inhibit the ability for the body to heal itself. So I'm typically more of a fan of uh, Tylenol uh, or Tylenol derivatives where they can actually help with the pain. They have what we call an analgesic effect, so they do help with the pain symptoms, but they don't interfere with the body's ability to kind of heal itself. Uh, Ice is actually quite favorable in that circumstance if you want to avoid anti-inflammatories like like the ibuprofen and things. Ice has been shown to change the way the body reacts to uh, pain signals, and so it can help reduce swelling and actually help reduce the sensation of pain that you're having in the affected area. So I'm much more of a fan of of icing and rest. Uh, And if you need something for pain, taking a uh, Tylenol-based medication, I think can be more effective in those circumstances.
0: And when should parents make an appointment with a specialist such as yourself? When does it come down to them saying, come on, we have to go see somebody now?
1: So I think if the child continues to complain of the same symptoms, you know, if it's a very localized area of discomfort, they're having a hard time performing their day-to-day activities, they're, you know, they can't put their backpack on anymore, they're having a hard time doing their hair in the morning before they go to school. So when the basic activities of, of life start to get uh, affected and they really are having a hard time participating effectively in their sport, I think that's when you seek professional care to make sure that uh, it's treated appropriately and that there can be a safe and timely recovery.
0: In just the last few minutes, Dr. Free, he'll give your best advice for parents and their young athletes on avoiding these overuse injuries in sports-specific training and what you tell people every single day.
1: Well, number one, you have to keep it fun and uh, interesting for the for the the athlete. We want to avoid the burnout syndromes that we see. So making sure the athlete is still having fun in their sport. uh, That's primarily number one. Number two, as I mentioned earlier, making sure you have adequate time during the season to rest. So taking one to two days off per week, allowing the body to rest and participate in other outside activities that aren't using the same uh, body parts over and over again. Routinely, uh, particularly in my baseball players, where we oftentimes see this more frequently, I recommend not participating in the sport more than nine months out of the year. Multiple studies have shown that if you play a sport more than nine months, your risk of overuse or overtraining goes up significantly. And then the final thing is making sure you have adequate rest so you're sleeping well, and nutrition and hydration is vitally important, getting good proteins, making sure you're drinking plenty of water, recovery drinks if necessary, uh, depending on the intensity of your sport, I think can help maintain the body's uh, general overall condition and help you recover from the uh, stresses that we place on it.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Freehill. What great information. You're listening to the Wellcast with Alina Health. And for more information, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.